Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. This is day four of how to protect yourself, how to prepare yourself for this recession. And this recession is going to be unlike anything we've ever experienced before in most of our adult lives. If you would have anything for you to have have experienced anything similar to this, you would have had to have been a functioning adult back in the late seventies to the early eighties, which would put you probably in your seventies. And if you're in your seventies and you're saying the world has no idea what it's about to experience, you know, you're right. Because a vast majority of all of humanity has never been in an inflationary time, especially in our country. Now, we've experienced deflation before where things drop in price. That happened after the housing um, you know, bubble burst back, say, from 2007 and 2008. And things turned around really radically when the government decided to reinflate. But now we're experiencing inflation, which is something that has never been experienced by a vast majority of us where Everything gets more and more expensive. And as we shared with you yesterday, um, and we're hopefully uh, making you realize that the world wants you to believe that the sky is falling and it is your job to ignore the world, frankly. I mean, there was a headline from CNBC yesterday that we shared with you where, in essence, the story headline was, you know, real estate doom and gloom. That wasn't what it actually said, but... It was implied. It was implied. And then if you read into the article... Yeah, the doom and gloom was, are you ready for it, listeners, that real estate so far this year has only inflated or appreciated by 17% down from 19%. And that's supposed to be bad news. Can, can you imagine reading that headline in in like, I don't know, even 2002 or three? You would have thought it was a joke. Well, I remember when you and I sold real estate. I'll never forget. Um, you and I, We had somebody that was buying a, an expensive, you know, at the, it was in the, you know, what, 2000, 2001, maybe, maybe 1999, I don't remember. Um, and uh, he was the executive from Battelle. Yes, I remember. And he was buying a new construction house that we had listed for $1.3 million. Mm-hmm. And I remember in a very, mm-hmm. very, 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 very smart guy, and his wife too. Um, Rich. And Joan, mm-hmm. yes. And so we're talking about appreciation in Columbus, Ohio. And the reality of it was there is no and was no for a long period of time any appreciation in Columbus, Ohio, there was inflation. And so what agents will have a tendency to do, and I know I'm getting you know, wonkish, but it's important you understand this. So if everything is increasing in cost by the same amount, you don't really get much of a benefit of having uh, your house become worth more money. Now, let me, again, I'll say this again, and I'm gonna keep the math super simple. If you sell, or if you buy a $500,000 house and the house increases in value, inflates in value by say for example 2%. So now it's worth 510,000, right? So technically it didn't lose value, but if everything else also went up by 2%, then you know, you didn't really you aren't getting any real benefit. You're not actually moving the needle in a meaningful way in terms of really increasing your wealth or your net worth. You got you understand what I'm saying? You're even Steven with that appreciate or I'm sorry, that rate of inflation. Exactly. And in uh, Columbus, Ohio, where we sold real estate, by the way, this is true for basically every, you know, city and state and town across the United States, with the mm-hmm. exceptions of the coast, real estate has inflated by essentially two or 3% per year 
forever. And now obviously in communities, like even where we sold, there were pockets where the inflation or the appreciation was more than that. But for the most part, that is what you were dealing with. So real estate would keep up basically barely with a with inflation rate. And that was it. So that means that if you sold somebody a house for say, you know, $500,000, and if it only appreciated by, uh, you know, $10,000 in the next year, you're going to get, you know, 2% on 510 and on up. Well, that person would have to be in the house for about five, maybe seven years before them, before they could actually sell the house and break even based on what they paid. You understand what I'm saying here? So if it, co it would cost 550 to sell the house, let's say it costs 10% to sell the house. And I know my math is not perfect here. I can do it in my head, but I'm just trying to make a point. That means they would have to stay in the house with the average inflation rate being two to 3% per year for say five to seven years before they could actually consider selling the house and not losing money on it. Oh, and by the way, here's a shocking fact people would still sell houses oh, yeah. then and be happy about it and pay normal commissions and interest rates were seven, eight, nine percent at that point. And they would still have a down payment, which usually was their last down payment for what they were buying. But this is really where it get, the rubber meets the road. You could say on paper, I paid 500 for it, but I sold it for 550, but you're barely netting 500, right? But the reality of it was, is you're actually losing money because part of a uh, parcel of owning property is the constant care and feeding that house needs. You had to pay the lawn guy. You had to pay to have the roof fixed. You HOA. Had to pay, HO, well, H, yeah, HOA, all those expenses were not necessarily figured into your calculus. You were just looking at the top line number. Leading number paid 500, sold for 550, made 50 grand. You may have made 50 grand, but you actually spent when you add in the all the expenses of owning the home, the interest you paid on the loan, and all the rest of it, you were losing money. And that happened, and I remember Rich was doing the math on a $1.3 million house, mm -hmm. and quickly figured out that he was probably gonna lose money yes. if they didn't keep the house for pretty much ever. Smart guy. Yeah, smart guy, and he still bought it, he was did. your point. And so this is where we're going with all this. When you hear about inflation or appreciation, increase in value of 17.2%, I promise you that is brilliant news. Now, ooh, I, a quarter from now, it might fall to 15% year over year inflation or appreciation. That's still really flipping good. Now, here's the little um, bend in the road. If the overall inflation rate or your personal inflation rate is say 15 to 20%, you know, thank God your house is at least keeping up. It's not deflating, but the reality of it is, is everything else in your life is inflating in cost as well. Now, real estate will increase by a greater, uh, you know, dollar amount or, uh, you know, by a, a greater percent overall. So your net worth actually increases during inflation if you own real estate. And that's kind of a convoluted way of thinking about it, but that is the truth. That's the reality of it here. So make sure you're cutting through the headlines and not succumbing to all the doom and gloom because frankly, you are in the right place at the right time provided you take the right actions. All right, speaking of right actions, Julie, let's get on to point number 16 and how they can prepare themselves or further prepare themselves for this recession. That's right. So again, this is part four of how to prepare you and your business for recession. Point number 16, get your head out of the sand. Don't assume a changing market won't affect you. Know what's happening in your local market in all price segments. Watch your MLS hot sheet and know what's hot and what's not. Are your days on the market going up or down? What zip codes or price ranges are having the most price reductions? Do you see a lot of new listings or are the existing listings just lingering? And both can be happening at the same time. I see that happening in Austin right now. 
Inventory is going up for two reasons. There are new listings coming on every day, but also the existing listings have longer days on the market. If you're feeling fear because you see like the types of data points Julia just gave you a uh, change in ways that you've never experienced before in your career, we're here to tell you it's going to be just fine, but you will need to upgrade all your skills. You'll need to accept the fact that maybe what it's take, what you've had to say and do to sell real estate over the last even 15 years won't even come close to what it's going to take in this new market. Buyers and sellers, everybody is going to be, they're going to be more particular in who they do business with. Knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. The market will naturally gravitate towards agents who have the knowledge. And the rest of you who are hoping and praying the market turns to the way it was, you won't be in the business to celebrate your wins that will come on the other side of you actually having learned to master the skills needed in this market. So we strongly encourage all of you, again, focus on fewer things in your life, focus on the things that, especially in your business, they're gonna put you in a position to help people and make money immediately in the next 90 days or less. And do not allow yourself to be distracted by anything else and always be doing a little bit of an emotional introspection. Find out if after reading something or hearing something or being around people, let's be honest, whether you feel uh, you know, motivated, excited, or whether you not you feel depressed, whether or not you feel like they're trying to anchor you or even pull you under the water. If you're not surrounding yourself with people, with thoughts, with everything that's going to reinforce you becoming a more powerful version of yourself so you can thrive in this market, the absolute negative momentum that's happening in the world right now, it will wash you under. So you've got to be constantly monitoring what is your internal state. And then if you find your internal state has turned south, then you've got to ask yourself, well, you know, I need to stop doing whatever I'm doing. I need to stop reading what I'm reading. I need to stop hanging out with these people. Maybe I need to leave this real estate office because everyone else is essentially, you know, basically becoming depressed. I need to do things to protect myself so I can keep myself in a mental, emotional state to be of service to other people so that I can benefit financially. You are a business owner. Your goal is to run a for-profit business. Which brings us to point number 17. Be the leader in your market. Don't wait for your broker or team leader to tell you what to do, educate your database, your database with regular market updates. Learn how to do video updates, have more conversations. You know, one of the things that you and I do every morning is we make sure that we're up to speed with several very specific bullet points. For example, the world says that the market's coming to an end because things are taking longer to sell. Well, what does that actually mean? Okay, we have more listings, but what's it mean? Oh, you know, days on the market have gone from 20 to 30. We're getting 15% instead of 17%, 17 instead of 19. What does it actually mean? Have some talking points so that you can be the leader. But the reality of it is, is I understand why that would seem shocking uh, that things take, you know, uh, maybe a month to sell or two months to sell or 90 days to sell versus right. two days to sell if you've never experienced a normal market before. Absolutely. And you should feel, look, let's just be clear. If you're feeling fear, if you are feeling sort of like this uncertainty that comes from any kind of change, and that's causing you to essentially feel hurried in your mind, in your spirit even, you need to realize that is your internal self telling you that you are not prepared. You know, winter is coming and you don't have snow boots. You get what I'm saying? You need to prepare yourself for what's coming next. And that's what comes from joining Premier Coaching. That is the reason that we've made Premier Coaching for free. You get the first level of Premier Coaching, instant access 100% for free. And all you've got to do is text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Or just simply go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Members.timandjulieharris.com. Premier Coaching is your way forward. Premier, there's no, at, like, say for example, you wanted to build a team. 
We've got information in there about that. Don't be doing that now, but there you go. Let's say, for example, you want to learn about probate. We have a probate section. You want to learn about uh, social media, making YouTube videos. We have a section in there about that. Let's say you want to do the real work of real estate, learn how to be a proactive lead generator. You want to know how to convert expired and for sale by owners and all the other sources of business that are incredibly viable right now. We have lots of information about that. You don't have a listing presentation. It's there waiting for you. You don't know how to pre-qualify. The scripts are there for you. You need a specific drill down plan for the next 90 days. Guess what? It's called our 90 day massive action plan. You don't have a business and life plan. Well, we got you covered there as well. It's called the real estate treasure map. All this is available to you. The second you go ahead and enroll. So click, I'm sorry, text uh, premier to 47372 text premier to 47372. If you are watching us right now on YouTube, the button to click is right there in the description. So just go ahead and click there. By the way, it's also on uh, iTunes as well. So just click and join premier coaching. It's free for the first 30 days. And the best part is, is this does include access to a daily semi-private coaching session with your Harris certified coach. You do not pay for any of this for 30 days. All of you need this um, you know, adrenaline boost to your business. All of you need to have a force that's pulling you in the direction you need to go that's 100x stronger than what the world is essentially trying to anchor you with now as far as all this doom and gloom. That is what Premier Coaching for is for. That is what this podcast is for. Please take action on that now. Text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Remember when texting, message and data rates may apply. Julie, point number 18. Upgrade the following skills immediately and not just limited to these, but especially these proactive lead generation. Remember yesterday we said, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. You've got to embrace that. Furiously fast lead follow-up, effective and proven pre-listing package, competitive listing presentation, objection handling, closing, and negotiating. These are things that are much more highly valued by sellers who have to sell. I was thinking earlier today when I was going over these notes, Tim, I really think the recession could be in a sense, almost a realtor renaissance because when they get these skills polished up and they're working with sellers who have to sell, who really value them, well, everything changes in your career. Your skill level goes up. Even, you know, the stress level of buyer's agents is going to be less. You're going to have listing agents who can build inventory and lead generate proactively where it was harder before when listings sold instantaneously. That's how I'm feeling about it. A recession is a natural cleansing process that the economy has to go through. It's similar to, let's say, for example, you know, the the economy has been on arguably at least a 15-year uh, you know, um, bender, binge, sense, right? yeah. yeah, binge on excess, excessive liquidity that was coming from the fed. There has been a secret hand at play in the economy. That's been essentially supporting in essence, everything. So it's very similar to say, for example, you had a pie shop and this is the way of thinking about when people are trying to explain the fed and all this quantitative easing and all the rest of it. I was trying to think actually the last few days, how to explain this for myself and trying to explain mm -hmm. to Zoe, honestly, sure. in the most simplistic of ways. So let's say you had a pie shop and let's say in a normal pie shop, you've got all the, the stresses of owning your own business. And not only that, but you've got to get up there at 4 a.m., make the pies. You have to market to get customers in. You have to you know, worry about all the rules and the regulations, staff, employees, rent, leases, all the things that go wrong with running a business. And it is a lot of work and a lot of stress. You are constantly thinking and stressing about your business. But now in your world where you live, somehow there's a essentially a government program that will, let's say for you to make a profit in your business, you have to sell 100 pies um, a month. Your break even is 100 pies. You start making profit on pie 101. You guys with me on this? Let's say in your town, 
you are uh, blessed with some sort of government program that is going to subsidize just pie shops. So pie shops now in your little town are going to uh, automatically have uh, an instant uh, buyer of 100 pies per month. So in your pie shop business, every single morning when you wake up, you know, no matter what, you're going to have 100 pies that are automatically sold, which means that you're going to then be able to uh, make profit. And with that profit, you might reinvest it. You might open up more pie shops. And so let's say you do that. You now have two pie shops. You now have more money that's being in invested in your business because you have uh, essentially this uh, you know, pie shop supporting uh, gov local government. And you open up another business. You open up another business. You open up another business. Because you you've are come to rely on the subsidy. Totally. You've normalized it. Hell, you even feel entitled to it. What are you talking about? This is, you know, of course, pie shops get a subsidy. Of course, pie shops are a necessary, you know, component of, and I do believe this is true, actually. <laughs> pie shops are a necessary component of a civilized, you know, uh, society. So I would agree with you exactly. on this Exactly. Now I'm thinking about the blueberry pies, you see. <laughs> the elusive blueberry pie. I know. Pie. Anyway, different story. Yeah. So, yes, pie shops become a necessary component of a civilized society, right? That's how it's rationalized, kind of like housing, kind of like student loans. You guys picking up what I'm putting down here? Now, what happens is you now have 10 pie shops. You are the king of pie. They, you know, the, everyone tells stories about how successful you are. But then what slowly starts to happen is, yes, you have competitors and whatnot. There's lots of pie shops. There's pie shops like there were Starbucks on every, you know, three you know, Starbucks in every corner, similar to what I'm describing. Now, what happens is that the government then all of a sudden stops subsidizing the pie shops. All of a sudden, the government's going to still uh, guarantee that each of your shops are going to have 100 uh, pies sold every month. That's the way it was. Now it's down to 75. And looks like on the horizon, not so distant future, there's going to be five. So now are you? Now what are you going to do? You're going to all of a sudden have to cover all these costs that were being supported by this secret, you know, or by this, uh, you know, uh, essentially this pie shop subsidy by your local government. Now that that money is leaving uh, your business, you're going to then have to make different decisions. You're going to have to start becoming more competitive. You're going to have to maybe lose some, uh, you know, n not sell 40 different types of pies. You're going to have to drill down and just focus on the four that you know people are always going to buy. You're probably going to have to close some stores. You're probably going to have to have some layoffs. You're probably going to have, not probably, you're definitely going to have to make different decisions because you're no longer going to have that subsidy. That's what's happening in the economy right now. That's an oversimplification of it, but that's what's happening. The money that the government has been pumping into the economy, the trillions and trillions of dollars, all that money has over, has caused is root is part and parcel, along with a whole bunch of other things, of causing what is going to be probably the worst inflation um, of our country, certainly, but maybe, I mean, I don't even want to go beyond that. We're going to experience some of the work. Now, it, there will be little reprieves. We're going to have a pullback on inflation. People are going to celebrate and then it's going to come roaring back because the money is all still in the economy and ultimately the government. So let's say you're going back in your pie shop business uh, and you're in this town where the government supports pie shops. What's going to happen is then you're going to start saying, I have to close up uh, pie stores. I'm going to have to start laying off people. And then the local government's going to say, well, you know what? We did. We were giving you 100 uh, guaranteed pie sales per month, and then we cut it down to 50. Here's what we're going to do instead. We're going to boost it back up to 75. So now you have the subsidy for 75 guaranteed uh, pie sales per month. Uh, and then, you know, it's going to create a little bit of a floor in the economy. What I just described is most likely what's going to happen. You're going to see the recession is going to get worse. The uh, government, the uh, Federal Reserve has, you know, two missions. 
to help prevent recessions and keep inflation at 2%. They're going to give up on inflation and they're going to focus on the recession and then they're going to start printing money again. They're going to start, uh, they're not going to raise rates anymore. That's most likely what's going to happen. In other words, they're not, they're going to get back to subsidizing pie shops. And as a result of that, inflation is going to continue in earnest. And that is what we're experiencing for the foreseeable future. And the only thing that's similar in the United States that any of us have ever experienced was 1981 when Paul Volcker raised rates, mortgage rates then were at 20%. Will it get that bad? I don't know. But I do know you have to be prepared. That is the whole point of getting your education on, joining Premier Coaching, but it's also the whole point of over-preparing. Hope for the best, you know, be optimistic all you want, but you sure as hell better be prepared for the worst. Our industry, our, you know, most people love to call themselves optimists. We're, Julie and I are certainly optimists as well. All of you are to a large degree optimists, but you've got to be somebody who is optimistic provided you take a pessimistic view of what might, might be around the bend. And that does cause you to over-prepare. That is what we're prescribing to all of you. Next point, Julie Harris. Point number 19, reevaluate your goals, just like the pie shop owners, and rewrite your plan. A new market requires a new strategy. So get the real estate treasure map, our survival plan, or the 90-day massive action plan immediately in Premier Coaching. Reset your mindset and buckle down on what's next. For example, you'll need more contacts, more appointments, more listings, and a schedule that actually reflects your goals. Don't downgrade your goals because we're in a recession. Upgrade your skills. Don't just say, well, I guess it's going to suck for a while. You got to get your skills on just like the market's changed. The hardest part is really leading right into your next point. But the hardest part is being somebody who is uh, not fearful when everyone else is fearful. Sure. That's the hardest part. When you're surrounded by people that are fearful, it could just, it could be you now. It's your family. It's your community. It might be your church, your synagogue, your mosque. When everyone is essentially feeling fear and you're not feeling fear, what they're going, you're going to have, you're not going to, you're not part of the club. You get it? The club's going to be the fear club. And if you're not part of the club and you're standing by yourself, your lizard brain is going to make you feel very insecure about that. But that is where you have to be if you want to make this market a market where you can truly be of service to other people and where, frankly, you can actually compound your wealth, where you can truly become rich, where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. The recession and any economic boom or bust does not affect everybody equally. Why do some people do extremely well during a, what other people would call an economic bust? It's because they're willing to do what other people aren't willing to do when other people aren't willing to do it at the highest level. Be one of those people. Otherwise, you're going to lose what could be a whole generation because this recession is not going to last uh, in months. It's going to potentially last years. This could very well be what we're setting up for in the future, uh, another depression. Now, of course, they won't call it a depression for like 100 years from now, just like the government's trying not to call this a recession, you know, <laughs> but know. who cares? Ignore yeah. all of that. Just focus on yourself. Focus on who you can be. Focus on yourself through your education and your mindset. Focus then on other people about how you can be of service to them. That's right. So point number 20, get help and don't go through the market shift alone. Our Harris certified coaches are ready to educate you, motivate you, and of course, get you into action. Be surrounded by like-minded, highly motivated, experienced colleagues who care about your success. You know, one of the things they're talking about in Premier Coaching today is expired Palooza, because when the month turns over, especially when we're ending the summer, going into times, you know, kids are going back to school and many other shifts like that throughout the year, Anytime the month changes, you're going to see more expireds. And especially with a market shift, here's what you're seeing. I know this from coaching clients who are getting listings from this. The, the listings that are expiring right now 
your your job is to sift and sort who has to sell and is highly motivated. Those are the same sellers who will relist almost immediately. Most times they're gonna do a little price adjustment and it's gonna sell immediately because the rest of the expireds are giving up and taking the home off the market. It's a huge opportunity to for skilled agents who are there to be of service to those sellers who really actually have to sell. Well, I'm thinking about centers of influence and past clients, the easiest calls to make ever. Ever. And right now they're all scared and fearful. So if you call them and you're using our center of influence and past client script, and it's not salesy, frankly, they're going to look forward to the calls, believe it or not. It's conversational. It's conversational. But in another month or two or three or maybe six, you're going to be calling these people because you've earned the right to essentially be their trusted real estate professional. You haven't, you know, faked them with trying to be an influencer and showing a bunch of pictures of you leaning on cars you don't own and acting like you're success, uh, successful, even though you've not really earned the right to be successful yet. It does. It is a time, you know, consumptive thing to truly earn the right to be somebody's real estate professional, especially in a market like this. But you're going to start calling these folks. And you're going to be, I don't know, following our scripts, which are totally of service mind, uh, a mindset of service. And you're going to quickly discover that they themselves are fearful, but most likely they're then going to tell you about the things that their friends and their family who aren't necessarily in your center of influence are expecting to have happen in their own personal economies. That, my friends, is how you generate more listing leads for free by actually being the person that's going to step in the breach and to Julie's point number 17 and be a leader. That's what the market needs right now. You don't have to be a leader like you're going to stand on some sort of mountain with a flag waving. You can be a leader simply by reinforcing a positive mindset in your own family, then your own community, but then with your centers of influence and past clients and the people that you have an opportunity to be of service to. When we say be a leader, that's what we mean. We, we're asking you to remove yourself from the fray of fear and focus on being of service to other people. The way you do it is you have to isolate yourself, focus on fewer things. This is something Julie and I were talking about. Anything and anything by, uh, and I mean in, in, in the most literal sense, that we cannot have a direct positive influence on in an economy like this um, that is in any way hypothetical uh, or any any way uh, a project or a committee or a meeting, we are not going to participate in. We are focused 100% on what we do and say, how we do and how we do, uh, you know, essentially what we do, what we say, how we say it and how we influence the people that work for us, how we influence our coaching clients, all of our tens of thousands of podcast listeners, and we're building a huge audience over on YouTube. We are focusing all of our best efforts on fewer things, not more things. What can we say and do to help you guys uh, be motivated? What can we say and do to help you be educated, motivated, and get you into action? So anything that is on the edges that maybe we would have been interested in doing, say, six months ago, we're not going to do now. So Julie and I have taken our focus from maybe 10 things now to down like three or four, and that's it. And we're not going to, you know, we're going to stay myopic. We're on mission. Those of you who are in the military, you know what I'm talking about. You're not worried about anything beyond what your next step is, the person in front of you and the person behind you. That's what your focus is. That's what your focus has to be in a market like this. Don't think big in a market uh, place like this. Think small in the, what happens is all those little steps, one foot in front of the other leads to big things. Uh, and I'm not asking any of you 
to limit your potential and what you can think about what you can accomplish with your life. What we're suggesting is, is right now, unless you have Superman's mindset, you're going to have to isolate yourself from all the negativity that's out there because it is designed to make you uh, fearful. It is designed to keep you in that state of fear because they know by they, I do mean that they, you think I'm referring to know that if you are fearful, what do you do? You seek out other forms of fear and that then keeps them empowered because if you're not fearful, you become stronger yourself. If you're not fearful, you then make other people around you stronger. And in doing so, you make those people transcend dependence. And that's what I'm asking you guys to consider doing for yourselves primarily your family, then your community, and obviously your business. And that comes from, again, being media free, then only consuming information that is not propagandized, which is almost impossible to find, and then focusing on being of service to other people. When you focus on those three things primarily, and you focus mostly on the being of service to other people, then the next natural thing that's going to happen now that you've rooted out the fear is how can I be of service to more people? And the only answer is going to be providing superior real estate services. And that's gonna come on the other side of you knowing what to do in this market because of this market. And that's the reason we made Premier Coaching free for all of you. So just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Um, or just go to members.timandjulieharris.com, members.timandjulieharris.com. Remember, guys, when uh, texting, message and data rates may apply. Anything you want to say to wrap up today's show? Well, follow the points, drill down, be a problem solver. I, I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Chris Leone in Chicago because I texted him this morning kind of testing his Monday mindset Okay, uh-huh. when we're recording this. And I said, Chris, what are your main priorities this week? not making any suggestions, kind of seeing, you know, if he's bouncing around or if he's focused. He said, I will take two listings by the end of the week, period. Yeah. And I believe him too. Speaking of which, Chris Leon is in Julie and I's EXP Realty Group called Libertas. Many of you know that you need to change brokers or you're looking to choose your broker. Maybe you're a new agent. We do, uh, we would love the opportunity and the honor of being your EXP Realty sponsors. EXP better be on your radar because For many agents, it's the saving grace during this changing market because they've created multiple streams of income. If you're not aware of what eXp offers to agents, it's unlike anything else that's out there in the marketplace. You've got to take the time to do the work yourself. If you're ready to choose, if you're ready to join eXp Realty and you're looking for a sponsor that's going to be very proactive in your success, Julie and I are formally applying for the job of being your eXp Realty sponsor. It's simple. Just text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. If you're looking for more information on eXp, um, obviously there's links down in the description in the show notes, or if you're over on YouTube, just open up the description. You can just click the links there and you can learn uh, why so many agents have chosen Julie and I and our group, our overall group of Libertas to be their eXp Realty sponsors. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.